0: Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back. Hey, hey. hey. Rich Eyes Show Basketball, basketball too, Podcast. It's Brockman, it's Adam, it's TJ. We're back for the Did we do one? We did one at the beginning of the year, right? We did a couple. Yeah, we did a few in the beginning of the year, but then, you know, the season was just kind of just starting. There wasn't really a lot going on. Nothing going on. But now that we're legit, guys, we're legit uh, 29 games into the season. You know, teams have played anywhere from 27 to 29 games. We're a good chunk into the season. We're more than a third of the way into this NBA season. So uh, we're back. We'll probably do one here. Maybe one next week and then we'll be back in the new year uh, full swing every week through the NBA finals and uh, we're excited. We're glad to be back a lot. A lot. A lot has happened in the association. But first, good to see you
1: guys. Adam, what's up, man? Hey, just li- living the dream on a Wednesday afternoon. Great game last night from the Celtics and Lakers. I'm sure we'll talk about that soon. So, yeah, it's, it's good to, to be back, everybody. Yeah. TJ, what'd you think? What's going on, man?
2: You know uh, it was great to see the Clippers beat the brakes off the Celtics and then it was great to see the Celtics beat the, the brakes off the Lakers so it was all good <laughs> in the hood if you ask me <laughs> yeah well, let's just
0: get right into it then uh, Celtics are out here in a West Coast swing they go uh they go what four and one four and one on the West Coast swing I think it's that's uh from I think it might well, no, no, be.
1: no loss to the Warriors Yeah, they lost to the Warriors, and they lost to the the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there
0: you go. There you go. So three and so well, let's see. Four and two on the road trip. They started out in Brooklyn and then went to Toronto, Phoenix, uh, before losing to Golden State and Clippers. So four and two on the road trip. uh, Going back home and a couple of nights against Orlando. I went on Monday to see my squad play the Clip show. Uh, I mean, look, Monday's game. If you watched it, it's the ultimate. It's the ultimate illustration of how the NBA is a make-or-miss league. The Celtics were 9 of 39 from three-point line. Wow. 9 of 39. It's about 20%. It's so freaking terrible. How frustrated were you
1: during the game, Brockman? It was
0: because they had open shot after open shot. It was just miss, 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 miss. Clipper, fast break. Clippers hit a three. Miss, miss. Clipper, fast break. Kawhi doesn't move. Miss, miss. Paul George, you're like... What is going on? And then last night against the Lakers, just to contrast, Celtics started the game nine for 13 from three, from three, just started fire from three last night. So look, ultimate make or miss league. uh, And you saw that in the two games, Uh, didn't make any shots, really, really struggled on all ends against the Clippers lose by 20. That game was over. Um, pretty much midway through the third quarter. And then last night against the Lakers get a 20 point lead because you play so well. And you saw what the Lakers could be right. Kind of higher register, but you saw what the Lakers could be last night in that third quarter, early fourth quarter run where they turned a 20 point deficit into a 13 point lead. LeBron AD Russell Westbrook off the bench combined for 90 points. They really shot well. Uh, They played good defense there to take the lead. And then it just kind of wilted away because Jason Tatum is the best player in the league right now, arguably. Uh, Definitely the best duo with Jalen Brown. And they just kind of took over and kind of forced overtime. And then once in in overtime, they they really dominated. But it was just a tale of two games for Boston, who has kind of been not head and shoulders above everybody else as the best team in the league but they have the best record in the league.
2: Super consistent. Right
0: now, they've been very consistent since the beginning, which when the season started was a giant question mark because of all the weird things that happened in the weeks leading up to the start of the year with the head coach and the mystery and circumstances surrounding Emi Odoka's departure and Joe Mazzula stepping in. Now, he wasn't even the first assistant. He was the second and third assistant and a young guy, 34, and he steps in. And it's been like, nothing changed like the end of last year and through the NBA playoffs and a two one lead in the finals. And then right into this year, the Celtics have picked it up and keep rolling.
2: Uh, What'd you guys see this week? Just from a Boston perspective, I'd be honest with you based on everything you just said about your coaching situation. I, and I'm sure most people, I was sure that like, I didn't Think that the Celts were going to fall apart, but I definitely thought the first half of the season you know, first few weeks they'd be in disarray, yeah. you know, trying to find their identity, yep. having to deal with those questions that they had to deal with. By the way, we still don't fully know on the outside, fully know what's happened, yeah. so you would assume that like maybe all of that would got on them. Yep. You maybe have gotten off to a slow start, and it was just like nothing had ever changed. They did a tremendous job of blocking out the noise and just concentrating on the goal at hand and I mean look, they're 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 killing it right now, twenty-two and seven, you know, roughly thirty games into the season. So I mean, they they put that what could have been and what really is a, a just an awful situation and a, just a sad situation and an unfortunate situation. They've been able to put that in the rear view and just keep going ahead towards the goal. Yeah so, Adam for like a props
0: month to them, man. for like a month the only team the Celtics could lose to was Cleveland and your Chicago Bulls. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like. Yeah, unbelievable. The Bulls have been so mediocre this season, but for some reason we have Boston's number. But I believe that the Celtics signing of, of Malcolm Brogdon, that was a great signing. And then the surprise low-key great signing for the Celtics has been Blake Griffin. Yeah, He's been, been a really solid rotational player. Obviously, he's not the superstar that he used to be, mm-hmm. uh, but he picks and chooses his spots. And he's the type of guy that can be incredibly value, valuable in the playoffs. So that was a great signing by the Celtics. And, you know, last year, Jason Tatum didn't have a great NBA finals. Right. I think we can all agree on that. Yep. But, you know, but, man,
2: he was beat up. He, he hurt, you know. And yeah, nobody's played yeah, more but,
0: minutes in the last, like, four years than Jason Tatum. So yeah, totally so understandable. It but, yeah, yeah, it wasn't speed, great.
1: But, but the, the point I was trying to make was that I believe even though he didn't play well, that that allowed him to have another level of confidence to at least show him that he could be in, in the championship. And he's carried, I think, that confidence to this year in, in – and gone to a whole nother level this guy was a superstar last year but this year he's gone from superstar to top three player in the league so he's made another jump him and jalen brown like you said they are the the best ones who punch in the league right now so the fact that like you said tj that earlier that they haven't really dropped off at all there there weren't any problems yeah. it's been a shock to me how how well they've been playing so props to the Celtics they're looking great right now
0: yeah yeah you mentioned Tatum it's just it's the leap it's 14 points per game as a rookie up to 16 in his second year up to 23 in year three and then he was 26 27 last year And now he did it again he's now averaging 30 points yeah. a game it's that consistent leap the, his rebounding numbers have gone up each year you could just see it he looks different this year He's playing with a different level of swag. He kept coming off the first team all NBA last year and now going into it a legit MVP. He is the MVP betting favorite in Vegas right now. Like it's just been a remarkable run in year six for him. And still TJ, it's his sixth year, only 24 years old, only going to get better. Not even in his quote unquote prime yet. It's, it's, it's really awesome to see, especially as a fan of the team. Like myself.
2: Clearly. It's not that awesome to see when... Rubbing you, salt
1: you know. in the wound to TJ. Hey,
2: I'm just salty, <laughs> and you know why. And even though you you constantly tell me it wouldn't have happened, but just like the fan of me, like I said, I will always revert yeah, back to the Sixers having that first pick. It's like, how could you not have drafted this guy? Like, what were you thinking?
1: Nobody thought he'd yeah. be this good, though. We... I. People I, thought he'd be good, but not this good. But Adam, he you is, and I are
2: both Duke fans, right? So we watched him, and you could you could just see. Like, some guys, maybe not this, but you can. The eye test is a big thing, and you no, could tell yeah. this kid was special, no, I, man. No,
1: I, I thought he was going to be a 20-point scorer in the league, right. but I didn't realize that he'd be a super-duper top three player in the league. I didn't realize he would get to that well, level.
2: And Adam, the other thing that, that bothers me so much is we already had Ben Simmons, right? We already had a non-shooting point guard. And now we're trading up to draft Markel Fultz, another guy who doesn't really have a defined position who can't shoot. My, I will never forget, I was in Monaco when that trade happened. And I remember looking at my phone going, what is going on I I will never understand this. Jason Tam's going to go, he's going to be NBA top 100, you know, when it's all said and done. And the, the Sixers will never, and also got to put the Lakers in there. They will never recover oh from not yeah. drafting this dude. That is just a mistake that you can yeah. never, ever Recovered well, that's from. the thing too. I don't know if you saw the quotes
0: this week that Tatum said. He he, you know, obviously we know how much he loves Kobe Bryant. Yeah. He you know he wore the the, the shooting What did thing. he wanted to play for the he Lakers? wanted to play for the Lakers more than anything. Thought that's where he was going mm-hmm. uh in that draft, and well, you know the other thing. Ultimately, and it,
2: of course, we know what happened. I mean, he he went. The went other reason I bring up. this up a lot too, uh maybe a lot of people don't know, Jason Tatum is Larry Hughes' nephew. Larry mm-hmm. Hughes was drafted by the Sixers played with the Sixers. Right, from St. Louis. So there was that little connection, but that even, guys, brings me back to something that the Sixers did, and we've talked about this, I know, last season, just like some of the bonehead moves they make. When I bring up the fact that Larry Hughes got drafted for the Sixers, what you got to remember is, the Sixers passed up on the guy who probably should have been number one pick in that draft, and that was a guy named Paul Pierce. We could have had Paul Pierce, and we took Larry Hughes instead, which left the Sixers, I mean, which left the Celtics to to grab Pierce. Now, Larry Hughes was a very nice player. He's a nice Paul player, yeah. Pierce is a Hall of Famer. So, <laughs> basically, we've lost two generational Hall of Famers to the Celtics. And, again, you can't recover from those type of boneheaded front office moves. So, yeah, I mean, Chris, I know you always say, like I just said earlier, Earlier, they weren't going to take him but in my mind is someone who watches basketball and knew new Duke it's like how could you not have taken this kid so right. it's just going to bug me and it bugs me that I don't hate him because I want to hate all Celtics well, of course. and I can't I love watching this dude play basketball yeah. and you know I'm just going to have to grin and bear it for the next 12 to 15 and, years and to
0: piggyback on what Adam said like I think coming in you saw the guy you saw how like athletic he was you could tell he was going to be tall that mm-hmm. perfect Small forward body now in today's game. I think Tatum's six nine, almost six ten. Yeah,
2: he's definitely put on some. I mean, he's
0: getting a little muscular now, but a twenty-point scorer for his career, I think that's a reasonable expectation when he was coming into the league. A thirty-plus point a night scorer, an MVP candidate. I mean, he has the Celtics record for all-time fifty-point games already, and he's twenty-four <laughs> that, years old. That is, like, that is bananas. Nobody thought this when he entered the league, and to see him develop and improve every single year he's averaging eight free throws a game this season that's up from six a year ago he's getting to the line more he's finishing more he still doesn't get calls and the respect from the officials but that'll come still a young player win an mvp suddenly now you get more of those calls and now he's averaging 32 33 a game i mean the sky's the limit for this guy and to think that hey he did have a struggle in the nba finals and to bounce back this season, really not miss a beat, and even improve, that bodes well for the uh, chances for the Celtics.
1: Yeah. And, and it's interesting. To get back to the NBA. It's final. interesting that at the beginning of last year, the Celtics were struggling. And there were so a lot bad. of there were a lot of people in the <laughs> oh, media. Oh, yeah, right. I and mean, we almost forget about yeah, that. Yeah, there were a lot of people in the media saying that Tatum and Jalen Brown didn't work. Yeah, yep. break them up. Break them up. Didn't started work. over. Yep. And then you saw that turnaround in the second half leading all the way to the NBA Finals. Then you see the momentum from last year. Yep. It's it's pretty amazing, that turnaround that the Celtics have had in the last year. Yeah. It's incredible. And yeah. also, you know, we're
2: always talking about, like, face of the league and who's the next face. And Jason Tatum's name is a name that never, for whatever reason, doesn't get mentioned. Here's a guy, right? No off-the-court off issues. On the court, he's everything you could want. He's a family man. He's always got his son with him. Like, deuce. deuce. He's a guy, like, if you want to elevate somebody and go, this, is our, this yeah. could be the face, good-looking brother, Keeps his nose clean. I mean that in both senses. Like you don't ever hear any off-court issues. Don't ever hear any dirt about him. He comes. He puts in the work. Good family man. That's a guy who we should be propping up and elevating at at, at every turn, really. And I just hope he continues to do the right thing and just make sure he keeps all distractions out and just focuses on the goal at hand. Because this dude is special. And, you know, he's one of those guys who deserves to be, you know, a face of the league.
0: And the other guy who also should be, you know, right there. And, and they're the second best team in the NBA right now. We're talking about Giannis. We're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks. Once again, there's the Bucks right there. Yeah. One of the best teams in the league. Consistent. You know what they're, you're getting out of them. Now that Chris Middleton is healthy, you really see what, how the Bucks are kind of operating on full cylinders. Giannis is once again an MVP candidate. Him and Tatum are one, two. Uh, they've strung together four out of five wins. They've strung together eight out of 10. The Bucks are really feeling themselves. And Adam, them that you once again have to consider Milwaukee, one of the title favorites.
1: Absolutely. I have Giannis on my fantasy team, so I oh, see his numbers gosh. day after day after day. Just <laughs> yes. 30 points here, 12, 12 rebounds every there. Every single just night. Every single night. Yeah. Just so <laughs> consistent. The guy is just unbelievably dominant. Some of the plays he had last night against Golden State were just ridiculous, you know, dribbling maybe five steps from a half-court line and dunking on people. Just his 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 ability to get to the lane so easily is a seven-footer who can handle the ball is just something that really the NBA has never seen before. The guy's incredible. And then you have to talk about the Bucs. You have to talk about Bobby Portis. Yeah. Who's averaging, I believe, fourteen points and ten rebounds a game? Yeah, let me look at this. Fourteen, yeah, fourteen points, ten rebounds a game for That's Bobby insane. Portis. It's frustrating as a Chicago Bulls fan you because had him. two of the most improved players this year, Lowry, Marketing, and Bobby Portis, both on the Chicago Bulls, we yeah. let them go. We thought they were dead. Lowry Marketing comes to the Utah Jazz, a ragtag group of of players, and the, the guy's been great this year. And then Bobby Portis. Who is who's been clutch for the Milwaukee Bucks for the last couple of years, and he's really put it together. I know he's was tra- training with lethal shooters, so his shooting's improved. Yep. And if you can get 14 and 10 from a guy that, you know, is probably the fourth or fifth best player on the team, that's that's incredible. And, yeah. then, and then he's he's kind of stepped in for for Middleton, and now that Middleton's there, he'll probably take some of the the points away from Portis.
2: Oh, he's definitely uh, going to do that.
1: But that's that team is looking really good right now, and. If you had a Bucks, Celtics, Eastern Conference Finals matchup, that oh would be gosh. so fun to watch. Dude,
0: sign me up for seven of those games, right, TJ?
2: I mean, yeah, why not? It's just I just love when basketball is played at, really well at a high level yeah, and that's what you no would doubt. get. But obviously, you know, I, I still have to put the Sixers in there. We yep. you know, mm-hmm. we lost some games injury, of course. And maybe yep. I'm jumping the gun here, switching over to them. But you know, oh, Embiids good. missed a few, which he's always gonna do, and Harden missed the stretch and Maxi, who was Absolutely Killing on it. fire. Adam, I almost made the biggest mistake Yo, He was ever. trying to
0: trade me Maxi like in the first two weeks of the year. He's like, I have too many guards on my too fantasy many guard, team. Bro. Adam, the first like, two
2: weeks I could not get him because I had Luca, I had Maxi, I had Chris Paul, I had Dame Lillard, and I had Jamal. I, I was like guard heavy and yeah. just I couldn't get him in my starting lineup. And then after Chris turned me down, he went on a stretch where he averaged like 23 a game. I'm like, oh, thank goodness I didn't get rid of this guy. What was I thinking? But he's been on the show for about two weeks now. I'm not sure when he's getting back. But, you know, when you talk about duos and Harden, just like, I would imagine those are a duo that you probably don't want to run into in the playoffs either.
1: No, absolutely. I had the Sixers winning the East at the start of the year. And... The fact that Harden's been injured a lot, I still still believe that they're they're trying to figure out their chemistry together. They haven't been playing together that long. Harden was yeah. traded at the at the trade deadline last year. I think Doc Rivers mentioned
2: that a few months ago when he called into the big show.
1: Yeah, yeah so they're still figuring it out. So you cannot you cannot take take away the, the credit that the Sixers still might be there in the Eastern Conference Finals. And Beads Unbelievable this year. Unbelievable. He's putting up MVP numbers right yeah, now.
2: Leading the score in the league. And You know, with him, and you guys know this, it all just comes down to health, as yeah. it does for everybody, really, but especially with him, because Embiid's like the king of just, like, some weird injury. One year in the playoffs, he dislocates one of his big fingers, and it's hanging off the side of his hand, and then there's always, like, a knee issue or a hamstring or a broken hand or a broken eye socket. It's always something weird, man. I, I If he could just stay healthy. It would be amazing. Yeah,
0: that's the thing about Philly. So much talent. We've just never really seen you guys at full-on, 100% health, 100%
2: percent I'm hoping this is the full year, though.
0: Go. And this, you know, this could be the year. Uh, now that James is back, missed about a month. But Ma- Max,
2: he um, really, he has to come back, yeah. pick up where he left off, and yep. then this is a very dangerous squad if that happens.
0: Yeah, and speaking of dangerous and playing really real, well right now, I think it's time to talk about the Brooklyn Nets, what they've been doing. Oh, Brooklyn Nets. Eight of their last ten games, including four in a row, Kevin Durant is pouring in some kind of season right now. Yeah. Despite all the all the turmoil and all the controversy and all the off the court stuff that has been going on with this Brooklyn team seemingly for the last three seasons, here's old Mister Reliable, Kevin Durant, thirty points per game, <laughs> like it's just nothing in his what sixteenth, seventeenth NBA season, just doing it like he always had, and Brooklyn and is now fourth in the east they're right behind uh, a half game behind cleveland for the third spot and it's probably time to talk about the nets as serious contenders in the east right guys yeah
2: i mean when you have kevin durant you're always a contender because that's all the guy does right you don't want to do anything else but play ball <laughs> when you got a guy like that who's literally a walking bucket you know, it just depends. It depends on what you're going to get out of Kyrie. It depends on can Ben Simmons give you anything? Like Because right now, I don't really know what's going on yeah, with I'm look, him. I'm but, looking at
1: his, his averages. He's, he's averaging eight yeah. points, six rebounds, and five assists. He's essentially just a role player at this point. He's he's only, and some, he's
0: only played in 19 games. He's not playing back-to-backs. He's not playing when there's three or four games in a week. He's only playing half of those games. Uh you know he's 8 what you say 8 and 7
1: right now in yeah 6.7 rebounds and and 6 assists
0: I mean still it's like he's he's really filling up the stat sheet
1: he plays good defense also And he plays good
0: D <laughs> but yeah. you're not getting that 15 10 and 8 which you kind of thought which is very doable for
1: him
2: you're not he's not scoring 25 a game but you still he should be out there getting 12 to 15 easy he should job. be out there
0: getting four five six buckets and a handful because of free throws easy. every night
2: one thing you can say about ben simmons is homeboy gets to the rack with right. ease man with ease so he should just be getting to the whole you know minimum five times a game you know off the layups he should be getting 10 points per game so for him not to average, I don't know. That's that's weird to me. I don't understand that. And Kyrie Irving, I mean, look, he's missed, he's missed eight
0: games, missed nine games. But when he's out there, man, he is filling it up 25 points per game for Kyrie. He's really playing well when he's out there.
1: I mean, yeah,
2: Kyrie is one of the best in the world at what he does, you know.
1: Yeah, and, and that team's still trying to develop their chemistry as well. For this sure. Too many injuries. Yep. If they can round into form around the playoffs, though, and they're not injured, they are dangerous. You can't deny that when they have two of the top 15 players in the league. Yeah. And and what's amazing to me about Durant is after he tore his Achilles, there are a lot of questions if he'd return to be the same quality of player that he was before the injury. Mm-hmm. And and he's proven that he's absolutely the 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 same quality that he used to be. So yeah. that's that's been important for them. You know, you see somebody like Clay Thompson who's who's getting better, but you could tell he's still hesitant. There's something a little Not the same about Clay ever since that injury. Granted, he had two injuries: the the ACL and the Achilles. Right. Well, so did KD though. But yeah, I was gonna say, but but with KD, there's been no drop off at all. The guy's averaging thirty a game, and it feels like he could just do this coasting essentially for the next five years. That's what it feels (laughs) like. Easy thirty.
2: He's a unicorn, man. Like you know, he's like one of one for sure.
0: Yeah, he's so special. It's so ridiculous. But the problem so is, play. you know,
2: with the Nets, when you look at this roster, after Durant and Irving, like, where do you go now to get a bucket if those two – Yeah, not that you'll ever lock them down, but if they're off. Like, the next highest point total is Nick Claxton followed by Seth Curry and – Roy O'Neill and none mm. of them are averaging over 10 a game. So that's the thing. Like, where, where's that third man coming in?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like Nick Claxton is a shooter either. He's their center. He's the guy underneath. He's averaging nine boards. He's averaging a couple of blocks. I have him in fantasy, which is how I know hmm. all this. But, uh, yeah, you need, you need the guys. You need the shooters. You need Seth Curry's. You need the TJ Warren. You need yeah. Joe Harris, who's been in trade rumors the last couple of weeks. You need these guys to make open shots. Uh, is especially, like you said, on the off chance that both KD yeah. and Kyrie are having bad shooting nights. You need some of these guys to step up, and that's kind of being the thing with them. They don't really have that third-got-a-go-to yeah. guy like some of these other teams have.
2: And I'm glad you mentioned TJ Warren, you know, because— we think back to the bubble. Bubble T.J. Warren was oh, a breakout, nice. and you thought, like, okay, yeah. this dude turned the corner, yeah. like, career's going to be different. Then he got hurt, and he hasn't been the same since. If they can get back bubble T.J. Warren, then, you know, then then you got your third guy. But he's only played five games so far, averaging eight points per game. So we'll, we'll see if, if he can, you know, get back to, you know, where he was or close to where he was. Before he got hurt.
0: Yeah, let's go to the West because the West, I mean, where, where the East is seemingly top-heavy top with, you know, Boston and Milwaukee, Cleveland has 17 wins, and, and Brooklyn right there waiting for Philly to get healthy. The West is just absolutely insane. The top six <laughs> yeah. teams separated by three games in the standings. The top 10 teams separated by four and a half games in the standings. And look who's coming on. Memphis and New Orleans. Finally, the top two picks in the NBA draft Mm -hmm. from a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. We're talking about Zion Williamson. We're talking about Ja Morant. These guys are now living up to all of that hype Mm -hmm. that they entered the league with. And we are seeing it. And I want to talk about Zion first because of the shenanigans, quote unquote, from the other night against Phoenix. That game's over. That game's over. Pelicans, they come in. They put the hurt down on Phoenix. The game's over. Closing seconds. Zion on a leak out, throws down what? Is that a 10 out of 10? Is that I wasn't saying it
2: was a leak out. It was like they took a shot, took a shot. And Pels just, got the rebound, kicked it out to him. With uh, zeros, though. With zeros. No, there was, I think, the five seconds. Was there a couple yeah. seconds? Yeah. It was yeah. a couple cool. seconds.
0: Zion throws down this 360 windmill. I mean, that first of all. That would have won any dunk contest the in the three 80s us and right 90s. Now, I'm so pretty fun. sure
2: I can speak for the three of us. We're all throwing 10 up. Oh After God, that I'm dunk, up tents. You know, I can't believe how angry is amazing this, because you're oh, at home. The- that's what the fans are paying to see. That's what the NBA wants to see. Zion became the biggest, I guess, YouTube sensation oh. as far as basketball before players he go went to Duke. before he even mm-hmm. got to college. He was known for doing these dunks. Yeah. We missed out on a full basically two years yeah. of him. This is what we want to see. We're talking (laughs) about faces of the league. Like, this guy's a face. He threw down this dunk, which was ridiculous. For the Suns to get all butthurt about it is I just, if you didn't want him to do that, then you shouldn't have shot the ball at the other end of the court. Like, then dribble it out. You know what exactly this is? This
0: is people getting mad at Cam Newton dancing in the end zone. This is unwritten rules of baseball level type crap. Like, this is what we want to see. This, Enjoy is, the why show. You, this is why you pay your money, yeah. you go to the games. I'm seeing Phoenix. I'm seeing D, D- book. I'm seeing Zion tonight. I'm seeing B.I. Like, let's go. And Zion puts
1: on a show for you. Think about a little, like, nine-year-old kid that's there for the first time ever, and he sees that Zion dunk. He will <laughs> oh remember that God. dunk for the rest of his oh. life. Yeah. He will remember that game. So that's the type of stuff you well, Especially because yeah. it caused
2: a kerfuffle on the court, <laughs> so he's definitely going <laughs> to remember that.
1: And and here's the thing. The New Orleans fans, they had no Zion all of last year. Right. They're desperate for a winning team. They're desperate to see Zion. So every 360 dunk that he does, every windmill, mill, every crazy layup, they deserve it because they missed out on an entire year of him worrying about whether he was going to be yeah. a complete bust, meanwhile watching John Moran ascend to superstardom. So for that fan base to be able to get Zion back, and at least for now him being healthy and dominant, is is great to see. So I was so happy to see him do that dunk and to bother the Suns because, listen, I respect Chris Paul. He's a Hall of Fame player. Sure. sure. (laughs) He's a Hall of Famer, a legend, (laughs) but he is one of the most dirty, annoying players of all time. (laughs) And so for them to shove it in his face a little, that that made me feel good because that guy, (laughs) you see the clips on Twitter where they isolate some of the dirty plays he made. We've shared the post on Instagram. This guy, Chris Paul, Cliff Paul, he's got the good image. He's State Farm this, State Farm that. He is, on the court, a bad person.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He's He's a bad person. think about this. Two of the greatest point guards of all time, John Stockton and Chris Paul, both known for being a, like people will tell you, they thought that they felt the same way about Stockton. He was a little dirty. He throw mm-hmm. el- elbows in the ribs, coming across picks. Maybe it has to do with the fact that these guys are just small, and they got to get every advantage it is. And if that means they got to throw a little bow in your chest and yep. your rib cage, then that's what they got to do because they're out there in the land of giants. And neither yeah. one of them were very big. So yeah, you got to have a chip on your shoulder if you're six foot and you're going to play point guard, and you got to be a little nasty. Zeke was a little nasty. Uh, Isaiah Thomas for sure. you that don't know. Yep. Stockton was was like quite nasty. One kept, of the dirtiest players was ever very nasty. And and Chris Paul's got that nastiness to him. So, you know, yeah, it's just something like you need that kind of chip, I guess. But yeah, I, I have no problem with that dunk. I no. thought it was great. And it, and it's just like so
0: exciting to see the Pels, man. They've won twelve out of the last fifteen games. Uh they dropped one the other night to, to Utah, but you know, big wins, two in a row over the Suns. They beat the Nuggets. They beat the Raptors, who have been playing great. Uh, Golden State and, and Memphis, like, they're really coming together, and you're seeing uh, the potential of this young roster. Six guys averaging double yeah, figures. Yeah, that's unreal. Like, 25 from Zion, 21 from BI, 17 from CJ, like, 13 and 9 from Valen Shunis, and then off the bench, Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, this guy Jose Alvarado,
1: man, oh, he's great. Is
0: he the next uh, Delavadova? Like, bro, dude, that's next, exactly what I was next thinking. level Vidova, I tell right? I keep
2: telling you, you need guys like that to win titles. You need the guys who, who will walk into a gunfight with a knife like he don't care. Like don't this care. dude, what? Let's go. Like you know, you need dudes like Alvarado on your team, man. And you know, you could tell he he, he might be the heartbeat. Of that of that Pell squad, man. Did he
0: dropped like almost forty the other night. He had like a he had cra- a lot of points. He had a yeah. crazy hot shooting night.
2: By yeah. the way, did you guys see the dunk Zion had yesterday? Where he just went by, he took a guy. Oh yes, and I, I don't remember who he dunked he on. He Crossed
0: him over, went to the, went to his right, right hand, and
2: then took him down and, like across the key and two handed. And just grown man dunk to the point where it's like even- I literally
0: almost record like I almost pulled the U. I almost stopped <laughs> my TV rewound. I'm the king and, and, of But doing I was this, like I doing some stuff with Cage, and I didn't have time. But I, I in my head I was like I need to record this and send it to those yeah, guys. Yeah,
2: that was I mean yeah, was nice. Zion bro, just please Lord let that man stay healthy so we can healthy. enjoy. I
0: want to see this. I want to see a dozen more years of Zion. Yeah. Yeah, but absolutely. also we
2: need we need Brandon Ingram for for the Pels to really kind of keep going. B.I. who was playing. He's another guy I have on my fantasy squad who was killing it. He's been hurt. Like, I just simply cannot fill a healthy team in our fantasy league, which is why I'm in last place. But when all my guys get healthy, my team's nice. But, you know, B.I., he's another one, man. He just, he's hurt. He's been kind of hurt a, f- a few games, but he's another one, man. He's a guy who, you know, the Lakers gave up on him. And you thought maybe Brandon Ingram just wasn't going to fulfill the, you know, the, the, the talent that we thought he had. And now the guy, you know, 21 a game, you know, five rebounds, five assists. So as long as B.I., he's only played 15 games,
1: get him back healthy. You might not want to see these Pelicans. I was going to say, do you you, you guys believe that they're for real in terms of potentially winning the West if they're healthy? I do. I don't know if
2: I believe they could win the West, but I feel that they're going to give whoever does, they're going to you're going to know you're in a battle, I think, with them. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I see them coming out right now, but I think if
0: Zion stays healthy and if Bi stays healthy, there's no telling what this team can't do. There's no, I mean, they have the length, they have Herb Jones, Herb and Jones. Trey Murphy uh, and we didn't defense. even mention
2: CJ. Yeah, that's
0: right. He, just a super quiet, but veteran leadership. You know what you're going to get out of him, clutch down the stretch. I don't think there's. I couldn't tell you who New Orleans' head coach is, by the way. Like they could absolutely win the West. Absolutely kind of like Memphis last year. Yeah, Memphis means- kind of came out of nowhere, ended up being the two seed. They were the hot chic pick coming into the season to win the West. They're now the hottest team in the league. They've won six in a row. They're now healthy. I mean, both them and New Orleans are eighteen. You know, they're 18 and 9. Mm-hmm. I don't see why either of those teams can can win the West. Like we said, the West is so wide yeah, open. Wide open. Yeah. Golden State is tenth. Minnesota, Willie Greed is the Pelicans head coach. I just knew that off the top of my <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah. No one told that me that in my ear. Uh Golden State is tenth. Yeah. The
2: defending NBA champions are tenth. And you know what? Golden State, I think, is just gonna be comfortable kind of cruising into the playoffs. I'm not really worried about them. I you know, they're tenth right now. They're gonna make the playoffs. It'll yeah, be fun. So I think they're probably just gonna coast the rest of the season to be honest. And with I gotta you.
0: say, TJ, I saw it on Monday. Uh a healthy the Clippers squad is so yeah. dangerous. Kawhi, Paul George, Reggie Jackson, Marcus Morris is playing awesome yeah. this year. zuboch is a beast in the middle. A a Which one of you guys got, block- got him on fantasy? Snake, you <laughs>
2: motherfucker. A, a
0: rebounding and block shot machine that dude is.
2: Yeah, again, Clippers
0: are no joke, man. They bro. get they get healthy. They are so much better than the current 60 seed at which they're at. I could easily see them being top three in the
2: world. And, they're, and they're very, the Clips are so deep. That's the thing, you know. And so you know I, know, I know a lot of people. Rich is one of them. They get mad about you know the the back to backs and not playing. You got, but you got to remember Kawhi like blew up his ACL. So, and I've said this countless times. Like, a healthy Kawhi in December, cool, great. I need Kawhi healthy in May, in June. To, to try to make something happen here. Because honestly, guys, and I, as a Clipper fan, I can say this. There's only one thing that the Clippers can do with this squad, and and that is win a championship. Otherwise, that trade is going to go down quite yeah. possibly. is maybe the worst trade.
1: You gave up six yeah. number ones. <laughs> including a, get, yep, including to, a guy who's a superstar get, now. Yes. It. So, so it's Gilded like this, yeah.
2: they have to win a title or else that trade was for nothing. Because also, I think at this point, Kawhi's probably here for a good time, not a long time. I don't know if you're going to see Kawhi, you know, in year 15, 16. Matter of fact, I'm just going to say you probably won't see Mm -hmm. him play that long. So, you know, this team has to win a title, or that trade is just, man. And here's the thing. I remember that trade. It was July 4th. There was was an earthquake. And I mean, a major earthquake that happened, like, right around that time that that trade was announced. And I know because I was doing the thing, Chris, where I was recording something on my TV when it happened that day. Yep. And I thought, okay, the earth's moving because the Clippers are going to find them with a chip. <laughs> Maybe it was like, this is the end. If you remember that movie, That's funny. Uh but yeah, they, they got to win a chip with the, with these, this team or else, man, what what was it all for? Yeah, Jazz have come back down to earth. They're down to the eight spots. But Still again, two games the jazz, over, but they're playing really well. Like we said in the first couple pods, the Jazz – had an assignment, and they said, "You know what? We don't want this assignment. <laughs> you got to give them props. They're 16 and 14. They played great basketball they this do. year. They play fun ball. They're not about to roll over and play dead, even though you know we got a seven foot four inch Frenchman that's waiting to make his way over here. But apparently, you know, he—they don't want him in Utah because the Jazz ain't going to lay down, man. And I, I really, I do like that—that that, that team is." Is showing some fight now. The Pistons, on the other hand, I think you look with them, and now they, they just understand. sat Cade Cunningham. They understand I, the assignment. Yeah, I, I think Sadiq Bay is going to get moved. You know, yeah. Isaiah Stewart's probably going to get moved. I think you kind of see where the Pistons are going. They want they want Crown Vic and Detroit next was, season. I
1: was just thinking about this. I'm looking at the standings. You have the Charlotte Hornets is the second worst record in the league right now. It's seven and twenty. But Lamello's back today. Lamello's back. Lomelo's Lamello, been hurt pretty much this whole year. Yeah. Imagine if they just play terrible this year. You have the potential. Oh, don't Mello- even say it. Vic oh, combo. That would imagine? break the NBA. That would be. That's the one guy you'd want him to play with, actually. It would be so fun to see those two guys that playing. Really so entertaining. So that. The amount of alley-oops would just be astronomical. I'd rather him there than Detroit For or sure. Houston, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, Houston's with also going to mellow. be in the
2: mix. We're looking, at, we're looking at the Spurs. We're looking at the Rockets. Yeah. You know, we're looking at the Pistons, the Hornets, Orlando, the Magic. Man, put,
0: put Vic with Paolo. My yeah, goodness, wow. could you imagine?
2: Like that wouldn't even be fair. In,
0: in bowl Bull also. Yeah, Bo, the, Bo? Those are your five teams that are going to be uh, uh, you know, fighting for the top spot. Yeah, Orlando, sure. Charlotte, Detroit. And, and
2: all that Detroit. means is like a team like, I don't know, the Thunder are going to mess around getting the lottery and they're going to end up winning. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, it probably. always happens. Anyway. Or if the
0: Lakers somehow win, that pick goes to the Pelicans.
2: The Pelicans. Are you kidding me? You put him on that squad? That's championship. That's awesome. you know, what if the
1: Pelicans win the West and then get victor? Is the next that be, year. That would be fantastic. That would be fantastic. <laughs> well, that All would right. be,
2: you know, the Rich Eisen thing where he wins that's our great. fantasy league and then gets the first pick, which, by the way, I, I the little thing I'm working on about that, Rich is like, what's it matter? Well, I, you know, I'm going to show in the next few days yeah, what de- it would matter. It definitely
0: matters, and we're going to change that for next year. I, I promise. That's
2: not going to happen. <laughs> no, look, between us, does it really matter? No, but we're going to tell Rich that at every point, <laughs> I'm just going to say. No, just, we have, we're never going to hear the end <laughs> Yeah, because Rich, you know, although, right. and I've said on record that I was for Rich, Michigan beating Ohio State because I like Happy Rich because I think it makes the show better but now it's like you know he got two Michigan victories God over Ohio State happy. now he's got you know <laughs> he, you, he, he, he won fantasy football and or fantasy basketball and now he's in first place again you're right Chris maybe we got to take him down just I a bit. let's take it down.
0: <laughs> all right well it's fun to be back it's fun to chat NBA now so like I said we'll hit one next week we'll take a couple weeks off for the uh, holiday break and then we'll be back in the new year with pods for the NBA finals. Thanks for listening. We love you guys. Great job. TJ, Adam, uh, leave some comments. Let us know what you want to hear next week. And we will see you then. Bye, Tom. Peace.